Hey, welcome back to another episode of Geeks and Turians. It's me, your boy Eli, with Joey and Daniel. And what essentially it's going to be like, I think it's going to be like a yearly thing with us. We're going to do a pre-Video Game Awards 2021. Sounds weird coming out of my mouth, but no, we're doing a predictions night uh, episode before we do before we do the actual reaction to the to the Video Game Awards. And yeah, so we got the gamer crew. Yep. You get Joey. You get. Hey, Daniel. what's up, man? Yeah. And uh, I will say, unlike last time, because last time we went through most of the categories and that took us forever, and we don't want to do that again, we're going to start off with one, what we like to, some surprises we like to see, something that will make us go, oh my god, they they just announced that, mm-hmm. to, heck, to even like um, some certain categories. And Joy, how many categories are we going to go over? I, uh, I selected about seven categories uh, that I think we have that we have the most to talk about, mm-hmm. uh, and because I I think this year in gaming is a little it has been a little slow uh, in terms of like, I guess the nominees and stuff, uh, but uh, I, I still think we would have we'll have uh, some pretty. Uh, lengthy discussions but not too long because if we were to go down every single category it would take quite a while there's like 30 categories on the website and so. we just we can't do that yeah and there's some that we're, we just have no opinions on i don't want to keep down here for like three hours man yeah yeah that would be giving me that look but <laughs> i mean i don't mind going through every category i mean i like talking to like so much into death even the stuff i'm not that familiar with i don't i mean it's interesting to talk more into but i mean yeah but you know for seven categories or yeah i think seven that's fine yeah i mean like it's it's nice quick and simple i mean also it's because i feel like that most most of the games that came out i didn't get a chance to play all of them so i can't really give my like 100 percent comments on all of them mm-hmm. yeah that's true this year there was like a lot of categories where i would at least play at least one of those games um you know, there, there are a couple I haven't played of any of the games at all. Mm-hmm. All right. So before we start, like I said, we're going to go over some, like, hypothetical what-the-fuck moments. As in, like, not like what-the-fuck moments, but more like, oh, my God, they just announced that or, or revealed that. Because, like, last year, Perfect Dark, um, Sephiroth, the year before that, Series X announcement, and... Oh, so many things. So let's just go around, starting with Daniel. Daniel, is there anything that you would hope to be announced or a surprise reveal to show up at the Game Awards? Let's see. Uh, fighting game related stuff. Like, uh, I'm not expecting any Marvel versus Capcom things. Um, I think I think we all agree I, that's, that's yeah. Us. We I, all would want that. Yeah, because like most like we're not gonna get a new one, and any talks about a, a potential re-release. It feels too soon, so um, I don't. I don't imagine you know getting news about a, a potential re-release on FVC two or anything like that either. Uh, we know most likely Ed Boon's going to be in there, and he's going to drop another announcement because usually uh, those kind of all fighting game announcements he has is usually during the Game Awards. Like uh, I'd actually I uh, revealed MK eleven at the Game Awards uh, that, like a, a few years back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that. so so. I'm hoping to see anything about that. Maybe MK12, another Injustice, or the potent, the, the rumored uh, Marvel vs. DC game. 
maybe. That would be nuts. But, uh, that would, the one, that would be nuts. Yeah, but the one that I really want to see is uh, A New Killer Instinct. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to get there because I was like, there, there have been so many talks about like another Killer Instinct because like, Phil Spencer has said he wants another Killer Instinct, but they need to find like a developer who could do it justice because like, I, I mean, I think we all three of us love Killer Instinct. And we could we could say right here right now that the first one was kind of like a lightning in the bottle situation. Like that game was just like too perfect yeah. to come out at that time. Mm-hmm. They did everything right. Everything that I feel like a fighting game should do. Yeah. Yeah, and no, I, I whole I wholeheartedly agree. I hopefully a fighting game announcement. Any other kind of announcements there, Daniel? Or, you're, or are you gonna stick so hard to that fighting game announcement? That's the well, not only that, but maybe you will have a chance to see any first looks on the new Zelda game that's coming from Nintendo. That's a sequel to Breath of the Wild. Yes. Maybe. Yeah, we don't hopefully. even have a name for it. Because apparently the name is going to spoil something. Yeah. And I'm like... Because... What kind of name is that? Yeah, because supposedly it's... Most likely I have to do something with the Sky, because, you know, Nintendo's been teasing that a lot. I mean, they re-released uh, Skyward Sword uh, for Switch. And uh, we saw some footage of the new game and links in the sky and everything now. And yeah, so the first trailer was him in the dungeons, giving us like that uh, Majora Mask feel. But now it's like we're in the sky. What's that? What's going on? Yeah, it, it's uh, interesting. Yeah, uh, from what we've seen in trailers, that what uh, Zelda uh, Breath of the Wild two might be. So you know. Yeah. What about you, Joe? You got any uh, th- ideas? Uh, for like. Potential announcements or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It, it's kind of sad that a uh, Smash DLC is over because that would be obviously the one thing to go to. Um, I don't. I mean, maybe I don't know. What part of my brain feels like maybe we might get something for Bayonetta three, like maybe another teaser or something, because we did get like you know the full like reveal of the game. Like a couple months back, uh, so I, I don't know, maybe like another uh, teaser for it because it does come out, I believe, next year, right? Yeah. So I don't know. It does. And yes. it was originally announced at the Game Awards back in 2017, 2018. Uh, so who knows? Maybe that th- they might show some some more stuff for that off. Um, I don't know. It, it, I always feel like it's super hard to like. Pre- like predict for things for the game awards because they're so broad in terms of a lot of their game reveals because mm-hmm. uh because you know they just sort of like kind of just take whatever because yeah. you know it's all about the games right um i i even though i don't think this is likely i i kind of want to maybe see something from halo i mean halo will be out like would already be out like because yeah. i believe the game awards is the day after halo launches yeah with the campaign uh so i don't know it would be kind of neat to see like a uh i don't know just something for like i guess uh the multiplayer side of like uh hey we're, this is when we're gonna release forge and you, you know what like i think that. it's either it's either gonna be like some story dlc which i highly doubt or like a the tease for the next season pass mm. i don't know i'm thinking more of like maybe teasing forge or or you know like like when Forge and the uh, split uh, screen, but not split screen, yeah, the co-op from campaign. Oh yeah, 
I'm pretty sure split screen probably will be in the game, but just not co-op mm-hmm. campaign. All right. No, I'm with on that split screen because I feel like that'd be, that'd be a perfect moment, wouldn't it? Potentially, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that was like, the biggest complaint back with Halo Five. There was no split screen wow, whatsoever. But mm-hmm. if they bring it to uh, Infinite, that'd be cool. I mean, don't get me wrong. Infinite, like Infinite is like it's doing really well for the fact that it's still a beta. I mean, yeah, I mean, we, they call it a beta, but, like, I mean, I, you can pay money for it and all that stuff carries over to the full game. So, I don't know. <laughs> it's a fun game, guys. I recommend it. Yeah. Um, anything else? Or is that is that you going to go with? Uh, that's. I feel like that's what I would want to see the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always, I usually just tend to look at the game awards as, like, all, a lot of happy surprises. Uh, no, I, I don't blame you guys. Um, I'm going to say one that I'm surprised none of you two mentioned. The next God of War. Yeah, they does come out next year. Yeah, we could get a trailer. Yeah. I was right thinking maybe like God of War, but uh, I don't know. Sony they're pretty reserved when it comes to their own game reveals. It's usually most of the time it's their own events, like that state of play, you know, mm-hmm. directs that they usually have every once in a while. Yeah, um, but it wasn't like. Uh, oh wait, that was E three. <laughs> it was like when they first revealed the new God of War. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that was E three, and yeah, like that was back in E three and. They haven't been to E3 for a few years now. Um, they didn't have like their PlayStation convention, you know, which only lasted for like two years, and that's it. And the only other time we were getting an announcement is like whenever they drop it out of nowhere for no reason, or whenever they have a state of play, uh, you know, to show. And I don't. It'd be cool to see something like God of War or anything PlayStation related, you know, pop out of nowhere at the Game Awards. Mm-hmm. I just don't have like a high confidence that all. It'll appear because, like I said, Sony's been very reserved when it comes to announcements or anything like that uh, nowadays. Mm-hmm. Now, I will add on to that because you're saying Sony doesn't like to reveal, but you know who does like to reveal? Microsoft. And there's two games in my head that I, that come to mind that they could announce or like throw throw in like a cool reveal. Perfect Dark was shown off last year. We could might we might see something there, but also Starfield. I mean, yeah, uh, we got a bit of a teaser at E3 yeah. uh, this year for Starfield, and we got the release date, which is like next year, right? Yeah, it was the same year. It's like what it's, it, it came out the, like the same day as it's coming out the same day as Skyrim, right? Eleven, eleven, something. Uh, so, so, so it's something around that, yeah. It's like it was like eleven, eleven, something. 2022 i think yeah someone someone double, someone fact check me right now yeah i'll, I'll look check that. yeah but like like that that got a lot of hype when it was revealed at e3 so like obviously we gotta we gotta we gotta remind them they're like you know hey this is the next exclusive let's go with that yeah you're right i was right in november 11th. yeah it's 11 11 yeah 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 i knew it it's I also mean, national metal day released this year to, to coincide with that but you know certain things happen well, I mean, I mean, with, uh, I mean, uh, Skyrim, uh, that remastered, like, the, you know, for yeah, next gen console. Oh yes. I mean, Skyrim remastered, remastered. The remaster, 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 re, re, remaster. God damn, Tyler Howard! How many times you got to sell this game? It keeps making money. People keep buying it. <laughs> so I mean, it's uh, like it's like GTA Five, but not as bad. Uh, I feel like GTA Five is worse because you know the reason why they're not making a GTA Six with GTA Five 
and keep releasing GTA 5 is because of the microtransactions in GTA 5. With Skyrim like and the Elder Scrolls games, like it's more like Todd and the rest of them have been working on other games, and now they finally are making uh, Elder Scrolls 6. But that obviously is... Yeah, like, I'll give... Yeah, like, I'll give Todd credit uh, that much, you know, like, yeah, he released Skyrim, but he's been releasing other games, too, like, we got Fallout 4, uh, 76, if you want to include that, I'm not sure why you want to, I mean, but, but yeah. What's 76? Uh, Rockstar, it's just, yeah, yeah, then Rockstar, it's just Red Dead Redemption 2, and then, you know, uh, they try to make Red Dead Online a thing, that didn't work out too much, and uh, we just want another Grand Theft Auto. And then uh, look what happened with the uh, the remasters for the old GTA games. Ooh. Ooh. Look, I play San Andreas takes a game pass, and even though it was free, you know, I still have some harsh feelings about it. It's like, oof. yeah, you probably should have taken more time with this. Probably should have given to another guy, a group of people. But all right, Cause... let's, that's enough of, uh, of, of <laughs> shitting on obvious ploys to get our money. <laughs> like oh, like like another game has, but let's talk about the was it the most anticipated? Is that the first category? Uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's just, work our way up to the game the game of the year. Yeah, we can work our way up to game of the year. Most anticipated, which, and I believe you have the list of the games. Yes, I do. And we have Elden Ring from Software and Bandai Namco, God of War Ragnarok from Sa- from Sony Santa Monica uh, SIE. Horizon Forbidden West by Gorilla and SIE. Uh, the sequel to The Breath of the Wild, which I'm going to say at this point is the actual title for Breath of the Wild 2. I mean, at this point it by is. By Nintendo. And Starfield by Bethesda Game Studios. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I can totally... See, like, I, I might have a bias here. I, I might have a bias. Uh-huh. And I don't know about you guys... But I am most excited for the sequel to The Breath of the Wild. Uh, I mean, yeah, I would probably agree with you on that one. Because um, I mean, the first one, I'm, I'm totally up there. Because in the first one, yeah, like, like, uh, mm-hmm. like I totally agree with you about that. Like uh, for me, it's it's a very tough pick because I'm very excited for Elden Ring, but also I'm very excited for the sequel to the, uh, Breath of the Wild, and I'm probably have to go with the Breath of the Wild sequel. Oh right, that's two for two. That's two for three, Jay. Uh, I I would I would. Uh, here's the thing, we talk about what we're most anticipated for, but I mean obviously this is an award show, and people are gonna you know, uh, oh. vote for this stuff or whatever, and like judges obviously have the final say, and I feel like from most of the game industry, like I feel like they're more uh like don't get me wrong, Zelda. Z- you know, Sequel to Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild 2, whatever you want to call it, uh, uh, I think would uh, be super anticipated. But I, I feel like there's just going to be a ton of people, like, because uh, the, the Souls games and the Souls likes games have been such on an upward trend of people really liking that stuff. But I feel like, El- like people were, like, dying to, like, get Elden Ring information at this point. And, like, you know, they made a whole big thing of, like, we finally have Elden Ring info. We finally have gameplay. Oh, my God. Jeff so, Keighley knew about the memes. Yeah. So, you know, I feel like 
that would probably win the category, but I would be like, yeah, but like Breath of the Wild too, like it's just it's just right there. So so what you're saying is in your heart. In my heart it would be Zelda Breath of the Wild too, or whatever we're gonna call it. Uh but but, but your mind is telling you. Yeah, but my, my brain is telling your, your me your logic and reasoning. Yeah, yeah, it's telling me that it, that Elden Ring would probably win that category. Mm-hmm. So that's two for I mean, three. <laughs> that's two for three. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, yeah, that, that is a. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, half of these games, these anticipated games, like, there are games that I don't even. I would be looking forward to playing. Starfield, definitely. God of War Ragnarok, oh hell yeah. Horizon Forbidden West. I didn't play the first one, but it looks like a fun game I would play. Elden Ring. I'm not that big of a Souls guy, but I'd be I'd be I'd be lying if that game looks good. And and it has George R. R. Martin behind it. And as it well. has George R. R. Martin behind it. No D D and D. From Software <laughs> somehow got George R. R. Martin to finish the lore for the game, and yeah. he said he even finished with the with the story for Game of Thrones. Yeah. Just just please. But, yeah, like. Like I, I want to play all these games, man. Like, I want to play Elden Ring. I want to play Ragnarok, um, the Zelda sequel, Starfield. Uh, never really got my attention with a Horizon. I don't know why. Maybe it's because Breath of the Wild literally came out a few days after it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah no, it's a, those two were coincide together, as I recall. And I was like, Zelda, please. Uh, yeah, I think, hey, I mean, like, we, I think we all agree, yeah, like, these are games are, that we're all excited for. Just me and Daniel more, well, technically all three of us are, are for Zelda, but we, we, we wouldn't be surprised whoever wins. Mm. All right, Jay, who is the next category? Uh, the next category I think we'll discuss is the best fighting games category. All right, and for those, we have Demon Slayer, uh, the Hinokami Chronicles. All right. That's that's the title. Guilty Gear Strive, Melty Blood, Type Lumia. By the way, Guilty Gear is by Arc System Works, and Type Lumia is by French Bread Delightworks. Nickelodeon All Star Brawls by Ludis City, Fair Play Labs, Game Game Mail, and Virtual Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown by Sega. I think we all know who wins this. Uh, yeah, I mean it's pretty obvious who wins this category. Yes. Yeah. Don't we all agree that Nickelodeon All Star Brawls wins that category? Absolutely, it will <laughs> probably win that category by the landslide. Of course, uh, Guilty Gear. Yeah, with the almighty SpongeBob Wumbo combo. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Guilty Gear Strive. As much as it is uh, a true fighting game, in the eyes of uh, probably a lot of FGC fans, compared with, to with amazing visuals, and yeah, soundtracks, and 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 pretty solid rollback. Uh, it's a niche title. Very niche title. <laughs> Wouldn't you agree, Daniel? I mean, probably, if we were talking about Exart, probably, but Strive, definitely, you know, like, uh, boosted Guilty, Guilty Gears, uh, popularity way up. That's uh, true. So I'll, I'll, I'll give it that. I'll give it that. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'll, I'll say Melty Blood is probably more of the niche one right there. Fair yeah, I, like, yeah, yeah. Melty Blood is definitely more niche. Heck, I, I, I got the game and it still feels pretty niche. You got the game just because it has fucking what's your name from Fate, Saber. Saber, yeah, yeah. Which I'm pretty. Sure... Wait, you didn't get it because of Neko Arc? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not even. It's not even in the game. It's not even in the game, man. 
I, I bought the game. I, I want to play Neko Arc, but uh, it's not. She's not there. Why? I mean, <laughs> listen, I, that game's gonna get like four DLC characters. She's so, gonna show up. You know, it'd be really weird if she. So I gotta buy a season pass to get Neko Arc. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Can I just say the only reason they put <laughs> Saber was just to get that uh, fake grand order money. Well, I mean, you know, uh, Mel- uh, the, the, what is it? Sukihime is yeah. the is the is the is what Melty Blood is based off of, right? Yeah. Like that's always been like the, like the little brother compared to the Fate series. Even though that brother came came first. Well, I mean, you know, who the fuck cares? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. The whole lore behind Fates is very confusing. Man, this is coming from a I, I know because this is coming from a Fate fan. Yeah, and I mean. Virtual Fighter Five. I mean, that's just a re-release of a of a old game. I think we can all agree that like, it's, it's a great game. Like, it's a good game. Yeah, it's a good uh, game. It's just that, like, it's great. Yeah. I'm glad to see it back. It's just you know, like, uh, you know, graphics up, upgraded visuals and everything looks great. Uh, the only thing I have to say is just, I just wish it had a uh, rollback netcode. Oh yeah, no. After last year, we're that's all we're demanding now. I mean, yeah, and yeah, but, a lot of developers uh, listening to that. I mean, KOF 15, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, while the rollback was all right, I mean, they had a beta, so they'll be able to fine-tune that. Right? Fine-tune the hell out of that. Yeah, and like uh, mm-hmm. we have the League of Legends fighting game, which definitely has rollback. You know, there's just... Well, when you get the, co- the, the those two brothers, you're going to get them. Uh, the makers of uh, DGPO, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, yeah, obviously... Yeah, the Rising Thunder. Right, mm-hmm. right, yeah. Which was a and it's a very like it seems like a very easy to to understand game so a lot of casuals can just get in. Just put in my boy Garen Malphite Shogoth like get some Katarina. Well, I think no Katarina's already in the game. She was in the just previous. Just pull out the list, Just pull out the... Aurelia. That's what the one I just want. Pull out the hundred character list that the game has already. There's just so many characters, and I, and I know for a fact they're not gonna put in any of the cool ones like Malphite. He's just a rock monster. He rolls into people. He's cool. Daniel, should we remind him of Agonos? I mean, yeah, but he works differently. Yeah. Right? I'm pretty sure he would work differently. You're talking to a guy who he's, a, he's, he's more of a rushdown character. I, I've never played League, so I can't say anything. Listen, right. I, I don't know anything about League. Listen, I, mean, you don't I don't know any of these characters you're naming, but Here, hopefully here's the, the characters that you want are in. Having played League, I know nothing of the lore. I don't look into the lore. I just play the game with friends. I think that's just the consensus of the league. I mean, yeah. Like, Why do you think that that league show has gotten so popular? Yeah, <laughs> the but, first time we got lore. <laughs> well, I mean, there is lore if you go looking for it, but like, that's if you're a freaking nerd, <laughs> and I'm not a nerd. <laughs> really, we're talking about a video game awards. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not like a lore nerd. Fair enough. The only lore I get into is Halo lore because you know it's. Cool. It's cooler than the league lore, uh, but yeah, no. Uh, the next game, next category. Oh, well, I was gonna say. Oh, what? Are, are, did anyone play the Demon Slayer game? No, it's isn't it just uh, like any other uh, anime I mean, arena okay. fighter? Like, I don't want to downplay Demon Slayer because I know a lot of people are having fun with it, but to me, it's just another anime arena fighter and. Okay. Fair enough. It's pretty much all the same. I mean, just look at it. One Punch Man, My Hero Academia. I mean, they're pretty much like reskin. Um, I know Xenoverse, it's another one people like to play a lot, but it's just not my cup of tea. Fair enough. And so we all agree that Guilty Gear. I mean, we all want Guilty Gear. 
to win. And I feel like I'm going to put forward and put that forward. But like, I mean, like people are just going to be like, for the memes, for the memes, it's it has to be Nickelodeon All Star Brawl, even though it doesn't have any like voices or like sound effects, sound effects, like you know, just like how come Nigel Thornberry doesn't go, oh Elijah, yeah, <laughs> I should just hired you, yeah, sound clips of Tim Curry, come on, guys, that's just no money. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think they got they give them a budget at all. I mean, this is a sad thing when you realize that this year's fighting game category was kind of lacking. Yeah, but to be fair, I feel like this year in gaming has been kind of slow. Like, I don't know. I thought fighting games pretty decent. I mean, we got a new Melty Blood, which we thought we would never get another. Um, Guilty Gear came out. I mean, and Virtual Fighter came back too. So I mean, like, I, I would say it's pretty decent for uh, fighting games this fair year. Enough. Fair enough. All right, what's the next category, bro? All right, next category uh, uh, is best role-playing game, RPG. So, and we have, to my surprise, Cyberpunk 2077, Monster Hunter Rise, Scarlet Nexus, Shin Megami Tensei 5, Tell Little Rise. I just realized I didn't say any of the developers. Uh, Project Red, Capcom, Bandai Namco, Atlas Sega, and Bandai Namco. So guys, uh, Daniel, who do you think is gonna win this? Oh, I don't know, man. I mean, Shimigami Tensei Five is a pretty hard pick, but you know, you also got Shimigami Tensei Five for best RPG. Then there's Shimigami Tensei Five, uh, you know, <laughs> with a great RPG system and everything. And then there's Shimigami Tensei Five with the large amounts of demons that you can talk and interact with. It infuses the formation of stronger demons. You know, uh, just like a Shimigami Tensei Five, where you know you go through a post-apocalyptic god, you know, Tokyo, you know, trying to kill gods and stuff, you know, Shimigami Tensei 5. Yeah, but does it have uh, uh, any of them uh, personas? You know, I hear that they're the same franchise. <laughs> it's basically a Persona game, right? Persona came first, and then Shigemi Tensei 5. <laughs> right? Like, Shimigami Tensei is just basically a, a rip-off of Persona, right? I mean, they're made by the same developer, so they probably use the same template, right? All right. Uh, Hey, guys, uh, stay right there for one second. Uh, (laughs) I just need to stop by someone's house quick, uh, have a short talk with them. Look at me. Oh, God. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Jimmy got my tits at 5 one day. I'm actually surprised they got Cyberpunk 2077, despite the fact that it's. It's not a bad game. But well, I mean, like, it's gotten better. It's just that um, it, it still has a lot of kinks to work. Yeah, yeah. It's very lacking in like, like don't get me wrong. When I was first playing it, I didn't get any of the bugs until at least to a little bit later towards the end of the game. And I'm like, oh god. And I kind of just kind of dropped off on playing the game. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I don't know. It just a part of me was like, this isn't really as fun, or or you know. It's, I think it's because it was like really overhyped, right? Uh, looking back I mean, at it, true. And I, I kind of expected a lot more too, because you know they were promising so many things from the trailers mm-hmm. and everything. And then when I actually played it on my PS5, I was like, "Well, I'm glad I played it on PS5 because I hate to imagine how it looked on PS4." Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. And they still haven't released and, the uh, two, like next like those actual version of, of the games yet, right? Are they not? I don't think they have. No, like, uh, 
Are we talking about the next-gen title uh, versions? No, it was uh, supposed to come out this year, but it's actually been delayed to next year. Holy shit. Yeah, they got, they, they got a lot of work out. It's funny because I think the only reason why it, it's even in this like category is because probably, you know, because it, it wasn't up for like Game of the Year last year, I don't think, right? Yeah, no, 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 no. Because it, 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 it released it, a little bit after the awards. Yeah, it released like, yeah, a little like too late to be considered part of for the running, I believe. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, usually the games like that get put into next year's bracket, right? That's how uh, Smash Ultimate was released in 2018, like the night of the Game Awards, and wasn't you know nominated until next year. So and one best fighting game. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure this it, it, it was sort of a consultation of like, hey, listen, we all we 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 talked really good about you, and then you came out, you sort of uh, we stumbled, you, you stumbled, we stumbled, hard. stumbled, you tripped over yourself, uh, your pants we, were down and stuff. So uh, you, you here did, here you, being you dropped this, the ball when you were like like. Just two feet away from the touchdown, uh, from the end zone. Uh, I mean, here's a here here's a consultation prize. You're nominated for best role playing game, but you got a bunch of other really good role playing games to do with you as well. So good luck with that. Uh, I don't know. For me, uh, I I will say uh, I think the only other game I've actually maybe have associated with this was like Tales of Arise, but that's only because I played the demo. And from what I played from the demo. It feels pretty solid. I, I think I, I would actually be interested in playing more of that game. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, but uh, honestly, uh, yeah, it, for me, for me, I think it would. I would have to agree with Daniel. Probably Shin Megami Tensei Five or Tales of Arise. I think those two got it pretty locked down. See, I was gonna say Shin Megami Tensei Five and Monster Hunter Rise, just because like just how hot Monster Hunter has become in the past few years, mm-hmm. especially from the release of Monster Hunter World. Like not not to downplay yeah. like Shin Megami Tensei Five, but like Monster Hunter, in of itself, the brand has become like the sort of flagship for Capcom. I mean, he got a movie. He got a movie. Was it a I mean, good? Yeah, movie? It, like, it reached uh, up the status as Resident Evil uh, for Capcom. It's that yeah. big for them now. Yeah, it was Street Fighter. Then it was Resident I, Evil. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, I never really saw Monster Hunter like a like an RPG, so. I just think it's kind of weird that it's been categorized for uh, role playing. I feel like it, 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 they want they well, want to market it as like an action RPG yeah. kind of thing. Well, I was gonna say Tales of Arise is something that seemed more like the the more RPG one out of the recent Monster Hunter games that came out. Because that's the one that's for that's the one that isn't that the one that's a that has a very story driven. Uh, Rise, yeah, yeah. I think it has a bit more story to it. I mean, like the, yeah. the characters are able to talk, or like you know, have have like voice lines when they do attacks and stuff, and just being like sort of silent protagonist kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, I don't know, uh, but like, look, we all agree we wouldn't be surprised that Shimmer Gallery Tensei Five, even though it is a ripoff of Persona, would win. Honestly, I just find it so funny. Like, that unless you like, have a really cool Venom comic, I like be ashamed if you know someone destroyed it. Don't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, well, having fun here. Yeah. All right. So, uh, <laughs> next game or uh, category: uh, best action adventure uh, game. All right. Which, uh, you know, it's 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 slowly loading for me. All right, best action adventure game, which we have Marvels: The Guardians of the Galaxy by Eidos Montreal and Square Enix. 
Metroid Dread by Mercury System slash Nintendo, Psychonauts 2 by Double Fine and Xbox Game Studios, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart by Insomniac Games and SIE, and finally Resident Evil Village by Capcom. That is this is a hard ass category. Yeah, it's pretty uh, stacked. I think all things considered. I mean, like, I mean, go go for it, Dan. I'll get, for me, I'll get it's it. easy. Uh, I mean, it's probably my bias, but uh, Metroid Dread. I'm I'm not gonna argue with you on that. Like, I haven't played Metroid Dread, but all all the stuff that I've seen. Well, I mean, I, we have Metroid Dread. I just haven't had time. I've played uh, good chunks of it. Uh, I'm still sort of in an early game, but. I really like that game. I just, it's I, really damn good. Yeah, like I, I need to put more time in it, but I really have been enjoying myself with that game so far. Honestly, I'm surprised how, how good... Can we all agree how surprised you are that Guardians of the Galaxy is like a really good game? Yeah, I think it's because they it actually... It is, like... Yeah, because like after the whole, you know, Avengers uh, incident and everything, uh, we really didn't think we could get another good Marvel game from Square, but... No, we got Marvel's like Guardians of the Galaxy, and it's really good. Yep. You were going to say, Joey? Yeah, no, I was just going to be like, it's like, like I think uh, them like not focusing on trying to make them too much like the movies, which I think is a lot of people's problems with uh, the Avengers game, mm-hmm. is that it felt like it was copying a bit too much of the MCU, but it was like, we're using their stunt doubles or whatever. Uh, here, yeah, it's great like, value, Tony Stark. Yeah, <laughs> like here, they they definitely go out of the way to make the Guardians look visually distinct enough from their MCU counterparts to be like, okay, this is like these are the same characters, but this is like a this is a, a different take. Yeah, right. I mean, like, it, like I, I stand at the early parts of Avengers was really good and really fun, but it just like became still real quick real fast mm-hmm. yeah and like you know i haven't played ration and clank with the part but that was like the ps5 game for a while yeah yeah bro that game is amazing like yeah. like uh usually whenever like games you know like they take you from one world to another world in the instant you know it's not like where they have like a small room and you're like in a different world for a bit like no it is a completely vast different world uh they use like the you know the fast loading of the PS5, you know, to do all that and make it possible. And overall, it's it's a great game. Like every Ratchet and Clank game I played, uh, you know, it's been really fun. I like it a lot. Um, but uh, Rift Apart is probably like the best PS5 game I played this year. But if I had to pick from these five, definitely Metroid Dread. Yeah, and like we haven't even talked about Psychonauts two and Resident Evil uh, Village, and. And I like Resident Evil Village when I was playing the demo because I haven't had time to, to actually play the whole game. But I, I enjoy from that. Psychonauts 2. Oh my god, that's like one of the best visually stunning games I've seen in a while. Yeah, they took their time with I that I want to play that. Like, I want to play that. I just need to finish Psychonauts first. <laughs> oh, dude, I finished Psychonauts 1 a while back and I was like, oh my god, this is such a fun game. I can't wait to play the second one. But I've been busy with other games. But yeah, no, I'm 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 with you guys on Metroid Dread. I just think that one just like it's because we haven't had a Metroid game in such a long time, and the fact that the that the the, the newest game is like a home runner just makes it already like one of the games that you should go for, especially in, in this category. All right, so everyone's agreeing on Metroid Dread. Joey, what what's our next category? 
All right, so next category is, uh, I guess, best ongoing game. Uh, this is, I think, this is something I thought that would be interesting to talk about, but I mean, you know. All right, best ongoing game. We have Apex Legends by Respawn and EA. Final Fantasy XIV Online by Square Enix. Fortnite by Epic Games. Genshin Impact by... Mahoyo. Mahoyo. Call of Duty Warzone by Infinity Ward, Raven, and Activision. And, okay, let's just admit this is going to be Genshin Impact. No, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Apex. No, what? It's Final Fantasy XIV. All right, well, all right. Okay. We, have, we have some very we, different some, uh, uh, okay. opinions. Okay, can I just say that I've never played Genshin Impact, but the amount of people that I've seen interact for that game, like, just, you know, praise that game. I'm like, okay, this is probably going to be the winner. I mean, it it is really big. Uh, it's like it, it's made like a bit like I think two billion dollars over its entire like since last year when it released back in late September. Like it's made like two billion dollars, which is pretty crazy for a free game that's like uh, an open world uh, sort of action game. Uh, I have played Genshin. I do play Genshin, uh, and for me, I uh, there's a lot of uh, things about Genshin that I feel like. Uh, I, I I wouldn't put it like on that pedestal. On a pedestal of like, uh, this game could win that award, and I think it's just mainly because of just uh how. Congratulations. <laughs> I mean, it, it is a gotcha. It has gotcha elements. Like, if you want new characters, you gotta go. You gotta run the gambit gambit of the gotcha. You know, it's it's the lifeblood of that game. I mean, that's why it made two billion dollars. <laughs> Um, I, I, I mean, it also had a bit of controversy uh, earlier. Uh, oh, the Elon Musk. Uh, well, the, the Elon Musk tweet thing was pretty cringe. Um, the anniversary event rewards uh, were not great at all, and and they caused a lot of uh, people to rate the game with one stars. Brought the Android rating and to like two, like stars on the App Store, or whatever. Uh, they started like review bombing just a, a bunch of other things because they were so pissed. It, so, so in other words, you don't see them winning because they kind of like screwed over their fa- their player base a little bit. A, a little bit, I think they are on maybe the right track of like um, making up for that. Making up for that, but it's going to be a slow process. Okay. I don't know. For me, I, I picked uh, Apex just because I feel like um, I don't know. Uh, I feel like whenever that game gets updates, they're significant, and I think the respawn team does their best to like uh, uh, address problems. Usually, I mean, there's probably people. The only controversy I've heard about that game is the people who play the competitive edge stuff mm-hmm. just kind of get annoyed by uh, like cheaters because it's a free game and people can just create accounts whenever they want. But and yeah, Daniel, why do you say Final Fantasy fourteen? I mean, uh, from my personal stand, uh, I don't play uh, MMOs often because usually they t- you have to put so much time into them. And usually, what I do is whenever I try to get into them, I'll play a free, uh, free trial, and then that's it. I don't I don't get any further than that. But uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, it was different. It's very good. I like it a lot. Uh, and looking from like the other side of things, it is a. Uh, it came through. It went through so much since the very beginning of, of the the game. 
uh, came out. I mean, you go back to the very beginning when it first came out, it was a buggy mess and everything like that. Um, you know, people were complaining about it and stuff like that. And yeah, it was, it was pretty much destined to be like a, a giant mark on a Final Fantasy's uh, franchise, but they were able to make up for it, you know, fix it up and make it one of the best. Uh, I think it's, I think it's uh, the most played RPG of all time, uh, MMORPG. Well, I'll be damned. I might be wrong with that. But yeah, like, it's really good. And, you know, uh, the fans, they support the devs. They love it a lot. And uh, and the devs, you know, they're very hum- uh, humble. They're grateful for the fans and everything. I mean, they have a whole uh, convention where they have the fans meet up and everything. And, you know, they do conferences and stuff like that uh, in front of the fans and everything at the cons. And so... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like you know, fans love them. They support them. Uh, devs, you know, you know, grateful for the fans. They support them back, and it, it's. I don't know. I, I could just keep going on about this because uh, it's a great game, and there's so much you know great stories behind the scenes and everything like that. Oh man, like I, I'm I'm totally like I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I never play. I'm with you guys. I don't play MMOs that often because I don't have the time and like the the energy. But like, if it's a game that from what Daniel's been saying does all that i can totally see it winning i think i think we all have like very different opinions on which one could win and honestly i don't think any of us would be surprised whoever wins yeah as long as it's not call of duty i mean realistically it's probably fortnite right oh god (laughs) well no didn't they uh lose uh last year to something i forget who wait who was up last year i don't remember someone someone i feel i feel like i think it was footnote uh, Fortnite, I think, no, I think it, I don't think it was last year, but it was like one of the years they lost to like No Man's Sky for best, uh, oh, yeah. something, right? Yeah. No, I, I, was it last year? Cause I know Footnote won at least one of the, uh, the game awards at least once. Yeah. I mean, nothing. nothing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, anyways. Moving uh, on to the next category. Next category, best art direction. All right, and we have. Yeah, dances that slow sometimes. The Artful Escape by Beethoven and Dinosaur Annapurna, Deathloop, Arcane Studios, Bethesda, Kenna, Bridge of Spirits, Ember Labs, Psychonauts 2, Double Fine, and Xbox Game Studios, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, Insomniac Games, and SIE. Okay, this, this is going to be hard. Because. <laughs> The Artful Escape looks like any art art kid's dream. <laughs> but at the same time, Sakonats 2 looks gorgeous. I would put my money on uh, Kana. Because that looks... Like, I think when that game first announced, we were like, this looks like a freaking Pixar movie. Like It looks so like whimsical and cute and stuff. What about you, Dan? Who you got? It's... This was a tough one for me because I would go with either Psychonauts or Ratchet and Clank, but I think I probably have to go with Ratchet and Clank on this one because I think this is the the closest we'll ever get to a, an interactive movie. Uh, I mean, it's like well, what he said about uh, Kina; like it looks like a Pixar movie, but this looks better than Pixar, and you actually control and interact with everything within the game, which makes sense because they did release Ratchet and Clank the movie. <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah, and I think wasn't in the movie uh, like a bunch of cutscenes from the games though. Yeah, I had a cutscene. No, the game was actually a bunch of uh, 
clips from the movie, but oh, in a way, okay. yeah. Okay, all right, fair play, fair play. But but regardless, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I remember we went to watch that movie, and that was a interesting experience. That wasn't that bad. And it wasn't that bad, but uh, I don't know. It just it, it just it was a. Uh, it felt lacking. Yeah, it felt lacking in some places. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm 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 probably gonna go go with Psychonauts two, just because like just whenever I think of Psychonauts two, I think of like some like the weird decision art decisions that they did. Not in, like weird in a bad way, but like like really far out there stuff like the what level is that it's the one that we saw from that one trailer with jack black because that one was like really nuts and cool and remembering how psychonauts one was and knowing how much they upped the ante for psychonauts two i'm like yeah that's i can totally go for that i'm gonna go a bit i mean like i said i got our case my like underdog pick at the same time right and joe you said uh kenna yeah i feel like kind of i don't know i just i think that that, that might win that category honestly okay. What's the next category? Uh, the last category that we're going to be discussing is the Big Kahuna, uh, the game of the year. You know. All right, and we have quite the um, the category. We have Death Loop by Arcane Studios and Bethesda. It takes two. Hazlight Studios, EA, Metroid Dread, Mercury Steam, and Nintendo. Psychonauts Two, Double Fine, Xbox Game Studios, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Insomnia Games, SIE. Resident Evil Village, Capcom. This is a hard one. <laughs> yeah, like, it's also, I feel like, one of the more uh, diverse Game of the Year nominees, I feel, yeah. nominations. Because it's, it's a lot of different genres in here. Yeah, we have a, a like, a FPS shooter. Well, not a traditional FPS shooter, but, like, yeah. Deathloop is an FPS. It takes two is... A co-op uh, sort of... A cooperative a, platformer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Metroid Dread, which is a... Metroidvania. Metroidvania, obviously. Psychonauts 2, which is a platformer. Mm-hmm. Ratchet and Clank, which would be... A third-person slash platformer. It's a mix of both. Yeah. yeah. Resident Evil, which is like... A horror. First-person. Horror first-person. First yeah. Yeah, this is a very diverse... Like, like this, there's like a there's like an element, like, you know, like a little through line of like what similar kind of games, like we just said, like, you know, platformers, but they, they work differently. Uh-huh. You wouldn't put Ratchet and Clank and Psychonauts 2 in the same category. But, yeah. So, oh, dang, I don't even know. I mean, I haven't, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't played It Takes Two. I haven't played Deathloop, so those are already out of my contention. I haven't played Ratchet and Clank. That's also not out of my contention. I'm part, but out of the three there, I'm part to go with Metroid Dread. I think this is going to be Nintendo's year. I, I I I think I would agree with that. It's I, for me. I think it would either be uh, Metroid Dread or Resident Evil Village. I think. Like, I think both of those games. Uh, I mean, like Metroid Dread. I think really sort of like uh, I, I put Metroid back on the map in, in a big way. You know, like a traditional two D Metroid game getting like a bunch of media attention, bunch of praise really cool and resident evil village obviously continuing the success of uh resident evil 7 uh and you know just like having a huge bunch of hype behind it i don't mm-hmm. know, i feel like either either of those games for me would probably win but i, I think i lean more towards uh, metroid dread 
What about you, Daniel? Who you got? Nate. These are great games. Uh, but, yeah, it's Metroid Dread. Yeah, I think we're all just, we're all going to have to go with Metroid Dread. Because, like, like, the last one, it's like, like I said earlier, this is a game that we've been waiting for, like, for a long time. Not, not just Metroid. Not just, like, a, like the Metroidvania kind of game, but just, like, a honest to God Metroid game. And this is what we wanted, and it just came out in the perfect time. Yeah, and considering where Metroid uh, has been for, like, a couple years, right? Like, uh, where was the... Uh, Other M, Federation Force. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's I just mean, like... Granted, Other M is not as bad as people make it out, but, but yeah, it's it's been a long time since, you know, an actual new entry to the Metroid series. I mean, not to mention, wasn't there supposed to be another Metroid game, but then got scrapped and started over from the from, from yeah, the Metroid game. Prime Four? No. Yeah, yeah. So that one's starting all over from uh from the beginning of development. So you know, I, I think it'll still be too early, but I would like to see maybe a teaser for the new Metroid Prime Four. But but anyway, like back on track. Uh, Metroid Dread is actually have a, an interesting history too. It's actually supposed to be a Game Boy Advance title. Wait. No, wait. Actually, a DS title. So, if you played, I think it was Metroid Prime 2, uh, there's a part in the game where you'll find an Easter egg. Walter mentioned something called uh, Project Dread. And uh, people speculated this is the name of a new Metroid game called Metroid Dread. It wasn't development for DS, but um, long story short, uh, they were getting too ambitious and they were able to make that into an actual title, so that got cancelled. Now it's back from the dead, and it's Nominated for Game of the Year. Oh, so that, that, that makes it a more of a Cinderella story, now that you think about it. Yeah, you know, a uh, uh, game that they put on the shelf, not thinking that they could do anything with it, and then, like, and being sp- inspired again and, like, uh, putting it all together. Yeah, you know, that, that, that would be an interesting, sort of. Yeah, so it's a miracle that this game even came back from the dead. It, it, it has a story, and I think it could win it. I mean, not, not to not to say bad about like Resident Evil Village, um, but I feel like the hype kind of went down like real quick, real fast with that game. Mm. I don't know, am I am I wrong? Like, on that? I mean, I think we were just expecting a lot more because Seven was scary, a lot more scarier if you played it in VR, and then Resident Evil Two, like it went full out and scared the crap out of you with everything it got. Like with the liquors, with Mister X, like uh, Doctor Birkins, and his slowly, you know, horrifying mutation with a, I think it was the G virus. It's called, mm-hmm. called, yeah, G virus, I think. Uh, and then suddenly, when we play Village, it was going for a Resident Evil Four uh, vibe, which I don't mind. I like Resident Evil Four a lot. It's just that I was kind of expecting more, um, uh, more scares from it. And we do get it a lot in the dollhouse. If you understand, if you know what I'm talking about, like that is the scariest thing I played from uh, Capcom in a long time since maybe two, or even PT. Uh, that um, oh, I have yeah. to remind myself about PT. Maybe we'll get something. But like actually, let's actually. Do you think it'd be pretty cool if Kojima come out with something? Please, Kojima. I mean. Uh, would they be? I mean, they probably are working on their next game, right? Hopefully. So, who knows? Yeah, uh, they're already working on it, and Kojima, he's getting closer to his dream into actual making TV shows and movies. The 
uh, would. That's what he originally envisioned doing before doing games. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what's uh, next for Kojima Productions. Oh yeah. Damn, but can I just say the fact that Ratchet and Clank and Psychonauts Two were able to make it to more Psychonauts Two were able to make it to Game of the Year? That's kind of that's a little crazy for me. Yeah, I mean, like I don't I don't think I've ever seen like a small indie studio like Double Fine. You know, starting small with Psychonauts and everything, suddenly now going up to being part of one of the nominated games for Game of the Year with Psychonauts 2. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to think about. Don't forget it takes And then Ratchet to Clank. What happened? No, I said don't forget it takes two. Yeah, it, it takes two. Um, I, mean, the guy, I mean, the guy behind the game is very passionate too. I mean, we remember the speech from the Game Awards like not like a few years back, or was it last year? No, it was a few years back. I remember this. Uh, he, he was the guy that was yeah, like, and, uh, the Oscars or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and it, yeah, it left a special message for the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So I think we're all in agreement that despite the fact that all these games are really great, and granted, none of us, some of us haven't played all these games, so we can't really speak for all for all of them. Mm-hmm. That. The this is a pretty solid, you know, pick, and we're going with Metroid Dread on this one just because it's like it's been such a long time for a Metroid game. Yeah, that's so yeah. good. I mean, I mean, we can talk about how great the other games are. Like, I have fun playing Ratchet and Clank Village. You had fun with Psychonauts too, mm-hmm. but there's just something special about Metroid Dread that we just love a lot. Oh yeah, no, this is something something about Metroid Dread. And yeah, we'll see how that goes. And by the next time we come back together, and like the last time, we're not gonna go through all of them, but we will talk about like our, some of the surprises, some of the reveals, and maybe what we'd like to see next time. Maybe we won't be talking about our surprises of these uh, of these things. But aside from that, thank you guys for checking us out. Hopefully, you know, game awards because it's it's in person now, so it's like uh, maybe they might get a little more fun. Then, we, then it was last year. Mm-hmm. And then I said the last one wasn't fun. Seeing Sephiroth was pretty cool. Yeah. That was a... Yeah, that was a highlight. That was a highlight. Oh, my God. That was just the perfect, perfect say. But, yeah, sadly, we don't know more Smash reviews because... Because Joker and Sephiroth were the only ones that were showing at the Game Awards, right? Yeah, because uh, the, the next Game Awards didn't show anything and that got people to be upset. So then... The 2019, I think. Yeah, uh, it was like. No, it was 2020. Oh yeah, it was yeah. Last year's was like, hey, listen, uh, there's gonna be a Smash character reveal, you know, so that way you know you guys don't tune in and uh, start yelling at Jeff Keighley just because there wasn't a Smash reveal and uh, boom, Sephiroth. So yeah, I still remember that Joker one because like as soon as it was over, Jeff Keighley turned to Reggie and was like, "Oh, Reggie, you crazy scoundrel, you." <laughs> Yeah, you, you didn't think I uh, pulled the fetch one on you, didn't I? Yeah, that was just... I mean, my jaws just dropped because I never thought in for, I don't know how many years or ever at all we would ever see a, uh, a representative from a Persona series at all in Smash Brothers. Oh, yeah, no, that, that was crazy. But anyways, like we said, um, we will be coming back and talking about this and all this other fun stuff. And, yeah... It's been fun. And you can follow us on just, you know, just the usual stuff. Uh, be sure to follow us on any all the social media sites, specifically Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I think it's We are most active on our Instagram. 
where you'll find a link tree to our all the podcast sites, podcasting sites we're officially part of, like Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, and a link to the YouTube for all you audio listeners out there who want to do a face of the voice. If you're on YouTube, be sure to comment, like, subscribe, all that good stuff, and a link to our Patreon. So if you guys want to support us in any form of way, we're not, you know, forcing you guys. It's up to you, your decision. It's always there for you guys to support us in any way. And, yeah, that's about it. It's been me, your boy, Eli. Me, your boy, Joe. Your boy, Daniel. And we have these interns, and hopefully we will be back talking about the Video Game Awards as we slowly go come to the end of this year. Anyways, guys, you guys have a good one. Peace.